0: the squeaky door gets oiled first so the more you are squeaking in their ear the more they're like can somebody please do something with this hammer and stain ladies because they will not they're not going away so just oil them and get them out of here
1: welcome to Appalachian Startup stories of new ideas that eventually became thriving businesses in areas that most would consider a bad investment I am JD Belcher, and I started this podcast because I took the same path as a lot of these folks. I'm a former coal miner, and now I make films through my own production company called JJN Multimedia. I wanted to hear others speak of their journey to not only give new beginners hope, but to help me grow as a fellow entrepreneur. This third week of Mercer Grassroots March involves two DIY entrepreneurial machines that took their love for Pinterest projects to the world of Appalachian business. We're talking about hammer and stain. Lisa Christian and Holly Odell came across the opportunity to dive in on the hammer and stain franchise and haven't looked back since. You come in and create a custom piece of art that you'll not only love the process of making, but will appreciate for decades to come. We spoke about their journey and their love for the world of arts and crafts. Enjoy.
0: Uh, We met working at Dish Network.
1: Oh, cool. How long ago?
0: Oh, 20, 20, 2000. Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So what was your main duties at Dish Network?
0: I started out on the phone, and then I went from uh, being on the phone to being a trainer. And then I went from call center to call center to open up new new customer service centers. And then I went into coaching.
1: Oh, nice. Coaching.
0: hmm
1: What did you coach?
0: Uh the the, the, the teams, the employees. Okay.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. I guess
0: a supervisor role would be a better
2: supervisor. Yeah.
0: But they called them coaches. They called them coaches.
1: Where along the line did you both gain a passion for painting things?
2: We've always
0: been crafty. Yeah, I I think that that's a common misconception about what we do is just painting things because, it's more DIY. We've always been interested. I mean, we make bows and wreaths and we're your typical Pinterest uh, Pinterest followers who just find a whole bunch of stuff that we like on Pinterest and then figure out a way to do it on our own.
1: Right. Pinterest. Yeah. So do you, did you start making a certain, a specific product or did you just start doing project after project following Pinterest?
0: Not one, not one thing specifically. Lisa does more of like knitting and the sewing. She's really fantastic at that. We tell people all the time there's a difference between being artsy and crafty. She is totally artsy. I am crafty. There's a big difference. Like if you show her a picture of something, she could repaint it. Um, me, not so much. Right. I, I can take a hot glue gun and a drill and turn something into a project <laughs> and she can pull out paint and yarn.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, What was the early days like, you know, did you know you wanted to start a business pretty quick after, you know, that or did you, you know, see some other business somewhere else that started doing well and kind of engaged the idea or.
2: I think through the years we've talked about we should open something, we should do something and it just never we kind of just would say it and, you know,
0: it's, it's harder to do than you think. And and the timing was never really great. Mm -hmm. I have three kids, and my oldest is now 20, and my middle child is 17 next month, and then my youngest is 13. So there really wasn't a great time. Both of our husbands travel um, Monday through Friday. So I I call her my baby mama. She doesn't have any kids of her own, but she (laughs) always has one of mine, at least one of mine, sometimes multiple with my children. Um, But we never really, it just never was a good time. And I was working at a part time job. That was very flexible with my hours so that I could, you know, have a job because I've never been one. Daytime TV is not for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. and you can only clean your house so much. Um, So I worked for supplemental income so that we could do things. Um, And, you know, Lisa has family. She's always taken care of, been really active in church. Heck, she's been really active in my kids' stuff. You know, first day of school, I'd go in and say, hey, um, I'm Holly. I'm... Riley Kennan's always mom. Uh, if you need a PTO mom, if you need somebody to come to a party, this is Lisa. You're going to call Lisa because, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's what Lisa does. <laughs> so, it, you know, and, and in the downtime, we we craft together. We, you know, she's really into scrapbooking and I'm really into just putting stuff together and, you know, things like that. Um, and we had talked about it you know, a few months before hammer and Stein came along that, okay, it's, it's time for me to do something. It's time for me to start actually moving back into a career and back into doing something that I love that I want to do. And that I have more time now that the kids are older that I can do. And Lisa's like, we need to do something. You know, she's like, you're, you're, you're the business side of things. And I'm the crafty side of things. We need to figure out what we can do. Mm -hmm. So we have, um, campers down at Claytor Lake and she pulled up on her golf cart at, our, at my camper. And she said, you got to see what I found on the internet. And I'm like, what did you find? And she pulls up this website with hammer and stain. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, whatever. You know, I sit on it a few more days. And she mentions it again. And I'm like, okay, that looks great, Lisa. Thanks. And, and one morning I just wake up. I'm like, what's the name of that place again? Hammered and Nails. What is it? Mm-hmm. Stain something. And right. she pulls it up.
2: I sent it to her. And she sent it to and me and sat on it a few more days. And then one day she messaged, she's like, let's do it. I said, do what? She said, "Hammer
0: and stain." I was like, okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's like, well, what do we do? And I'm like, first we need to go visit one and go see what we're about to step into. So the closest ones to us are in North Carolina. Um, there's one in Mooresville and one in Yadkin Valley. So, We went down to we scheduled an appointment and in to go to a workshop in Mooresville and we drove down, I think it's like two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours we drove down. We took a workshop and we got in there, we were like, This is really cool. And then the owner of that one, her name is Nora, we started picking her brains with everything. We're like, So how do you get your wood in here? She was like I buy it. And I'm like, but how do you cut it? She's like, with a saw. And I'm like, you cut this wood, you put all this together. And I'm like, what about all this? She's like, Yeah, I do it. And I'm like, we left there. I was like, Lisa, we gotta cut wood. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, we gotta (laughs) we can do it. And she's like, we can do it. And I'm like, man, I'm the cheerleader. We can we can do it. I'm like, I'm gonna (laughs) cut a finger off. I'm so this is so not a good idea. So we sat on it for about another week. And I'm like, let's do it again. Let's find another one. So we found another one and we drove the Two hours down to it and uh, the owner of that one, Derek and LaDawn, and we picked their brains and then I'm like, okay, tell me about this cutting wood because the whole, the whole concept of, you know, cutting stencils and painting and, and, you know, some of those other things weren't very scary, but every time they kept saying, like, how do you build that shelf? They're like, we build it. And I'm like,
2: And they were great too. They were very enthusiastic and, you know, very helpful. Um willing to share you know this is how we do it this is you know and we left there thinking i think we can do this you know
1: right so is hammer and St- like is it a do you is it a franchise do you buy in or
0: It's a franchise in using that term very loosely. Um, And I always use the example, if you go to Chick-fil-A in West Virginia, or if you go to Chick-fil-A in North Carolina, or if you go to Chick-fil-A in Pittsburgh, and you order a number one, you're getting a sandwich, you're getting a fry and a drink, and that's what their number one is. There's nothing all of our hammer and stains are completely, totally different. We, we basically purchased in the name and more importantly than the name we purchased in a family. Really. We mm-hmm. call us our ham fam. Like have you talked to the ham fam today? Um, when we started there, were I think we were like number 22. Um, there are now 84 of us. So, um, it's more of a community of like-minded people who just like to craft and like to share what we do. Um, while this is Lisa and I's primary gig, most of the other hammer and stains are not the owner's primary gigs. They, you know, we have pharmaceutical reps, we have, you know, doctors, we have all kinds of other people in different occupations, hairstylists that, um, that own these hammer and stains basically just to bring fun to the community.
1: Right. So, uh, and this is a little late for the question, but what would you if you were to tell someone in a few paragraphs, what hammer and stain is, what would you say? like what do you what do you offer?
2: It's a do it yourself, but we guide you to do it yourself I guess um, it's a place where people can come and craft and hang out with their friends and have a good time and make a mess
0: and we clean it up and very cool. We provide a social experience that you leave with something you know you that You have most of our workshops, you have to sign up to come so that we have everything ready for you. Um, Right now, really big in the DIY world is wood, really big. Um, For no means, by no means, do we think that wood is going to be around forever. You know, DIY is not a new concept. My grandmother um, needle pointed, my other grandmother crocheted, Um, they made big wicker hats with lace ribbons on the front of them to put on their door. The DIY concept is not brand new. We didn't invent this. We are just bringing it to, because I mean, if you think about it, if you, if you want to go make a project from, um, something you see on Pinterest, you fight through a mommy blog that gives you so much more information about her kid's gluten allergy than you actually get on the project. <laughs> and then you might get what you need. Then you have to take that information, go to Hobby Lobby, go to Michael's, go on Amazon, order all of this stuff, get it to your house, then make a disaster of your house <laughs> while you're making this project. And a lot of times you have a fail versus you know a success. So what we provide is all the tools and the material there for you to do this. We guide you how to do it so So it's fail proof. And then when you leave, you don't have to clean up the mess and you have a really great project. You're proud of.
1: Mm -hmm. How do you come up with the workshops?
0: Um, Pinterest, uh, magazines, um, Joanna Gaines, you know, HGTV, uh, um,
2: the the other Hammer and
0: Stein The hum, other Hammer and Stein come Steins. up with ideas too, and we all share.
1: Sure, you know, so, so. one big collaboration, mm-hmm.
0: one huge collaboration, absolutely. If one of us sees that another one is doing something that we really like, we will contact them and be like, hey give me the specs on that. What did you do here? What price point are you selling? How much did it cost you? Where did you get the materials? And we are so great about, Hey, this is where we got it. Or the same thing with us. If we create something, we put it out there and we're like, look what we did. You know, one of the biggest things that, um, and we share it all on a database
2: that's all connected together. So it could be that we create, maybe we created the golden girls workshop. Okay. It was centered around the Golden Girls TV show. Mm -hmm. So you could make several different projects that had quotes or um, different sayings from that show. And we created the workshop, saved it in the database and said, hey, it's in there. And everybody that's in the Hammer and Stain family could go in there and, and do it. Oh, grab cool. it and it's already set up for you
1: so there's project files and mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. the things awesome so you know day one how did you decide uh on mercer street
0: you know we just always knew i mean as soon as we decided that and we are very we believe in god and we are very religious people and we, through this whole process, we kept, you know, praying a lot about it and saying, you know, if this is what's supposed to happen, it's going to just keep happening and it's going to work for us and we'll find a way to do it. We honestly, when she was like, so where are we going to set up? I'm like, we're going to go to Mercer Street. She was like, well, maybe we should, you know, we we're like, no, we're going to Mercer Street. It just, we parked our car, we got out, we looked at all the buildings, we wrote down all the numbers that were available. Um, We called a couple places, we got a hold of our, our now landlord. He was like, look, I'm not trying to be weird about this. He was like, but this is what I want to go in this building. This is exactly, if you read on the front of the paper this is we wanted a maker station we want something like this down here we never looked anywhere else we never we knew that there was just a draw to mm-hmm. come here mm-hmm. there was just never really yeah.
1: and what year was that
0: last year last year in september mm-hmm. that is so. no yeah 2018 you're mm-hmm. right gosh 2018 yeah.
1: so what all was the process you know you pick your space uh, what then? Do you contact a landlord? Do you you know figure out? Well, we can afford this. Did you come up with a business model? Did
0: we had to first go through um, the Hammer and Stain office. Um, the The owner of Hammer and Stain, her name is Lisa. We call her Queen Lisa because there's a lot of Lisas, obviously in the. She's in the Hammer. Queen so, Hammer. She's Queen Hammer. So we call <laughs> we were often refer to her as Hammer Lisa or Queen Lisa, but um, she was she was really awesome in the. Um, in the whole startup of this, she basically gave us a guide of, hey, this is what you need to do first. You know, you need to get, once you sign all the franchising agreement, you need to find a place. You need to find a space. This is what you need. This is all the equipment that you need. Um, that part, she it's, did a fantastic, we honestly, came with
2: them. she sent us a, a,
0: a book. book, we call it the great big book of everything. And mm-hmm. we had it, you know, in a binder and we've <laughs> added to it over the past year and a half. But um, it was super easy to follow the steps. And when we got stuck, we would go to the ham fam and be like, Hey, this is what we're doing. You know, <laughs> what do we do next? Right. Um, I think our biggest hiccup, um, I hate to say it. Um, and we are about to hit a, uh, an election year. So I am going to put it out there. Our biggest <laughs> hiccup with starting a business was the runaround that we got from the state. That honestly was the biggest, you know, they would tell us, okay, you needed this license or you needed this certificate. And they would, they wouldn't tell us where to get it they would send us a, he, we'll send you the link. And then the link had so much information on it that, you know, I, I don't have a master's degree in this terminology. And I would, you know, we would be calling people and be like, what do we do next? What do we do next? <laughs> there's there's two times they told us, well, you need to go to an office in Beckley. We would drive all the way to Beckley and they would say, hey, you know, you don't need to do this. You can do this over, over the link. Please just show us the link. Just give us the <laughs> link. I mean, can you do it right now for us? We'll give you some money. Just fill out the link.
1: So the process could be <laughs> simplified,
0: Right, so whoever is in running for office right now, come talk to me because the business <laughs> plan you guys want businesses to come in West Virginia, help us out, give us a bone here. Right now, everybody on the street, um, Lori helped us a whole lot with like grants and information. Um, even the local offices were kind of tough to deal with sometimes, getting people on the same page and and communicating with us. And um, when you're doing this and you start one month and you have a timeline for yourself and it doesn't fit everyone else's timeline, it gets very frustrating. So I guess if I had to give advice to anybody who wanted to start up their own businesses, just be resilient, just push and push and stay on top of it. And the squeaky door gets oiled first. <laughs> right. So the more you are squeaking in their ear, the more they're like, can somebody please do something with this hammer and stain ladies? Cause they will not, they're not going away. So just oil them and get them out of here.
1: Well, it's such a stressful situation to begin with. So you add any kind of little mishaps, it'll definitely be amplified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: And you know, we, um, Um, we were very, very specific with the way that we started our business because while Lisa and I had the money to back it ourselves, if we wanted to, we didn't want to because we are two women who, for all intents and purposes, haven't had a real job in almost 10 years. Because, you know, we, when we left our daytime jobs, I was pretty much raising kids and working part-time. And she was busy and, you know, helping her family and, and at the church and things. So when it started time for us to do this, they're like, well, we need your husbands to co-sign for this. We need somebody. Hey, listen, my husband owned his own business. You know, you don't have a high credit score like this because you stay at home. You know, who do you think manages all of that? Manages our bills, our kids, our schedules. And and that got lost in translation a lot. We would go to some banks and we weren't asking for a ton of money. I mean, honestly, we we didn't. And Mm-mm. I worked for the first eight months because we didn't even give ourselves a paycheck because we wanted to pay. The first thing we wanted to do was pay that loan off. We didn't pay ourselves. We paid our bills. We paid our loan. And it took us about eight months to pay the whole thing off. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody wanted to. nobody wanted to give us any money. They were like, oh, without a cosigner, without our husbands. And specifically, it was such a such a wanted to strangle somebody every time they said, well, is your husband here? No, my husband is not here. My husband does not cut the wood. My husband does not. Every once in a while on a cold day, he'll be like, do you want me to go to Lowe's with you so we can pick up? I have one (laughs) bank that has still never called me back. Right. Honestly, still has
2: never called me back. And I I play this scene from Pretty Woman quite often. I want to walk in there and be like. Big mistake. (laughs) Huge. Uh, 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 Right. Yeah.
1: That's great. Uh, So uh, how much would you say, like, if someone out there listens to this and and is wanting to check into it, how much does it take to get started and get running?
0: Depends what you want to do. Honestly, we had very little upfront stuff that we had. I mean, 25,000, I think, is what we, we started with. It was twenty uh, closer to
2: thirty? I think
0: Cl- between twenty five and thirty thousand. Well, mm-hmm. because we didn't start out with. We started out with I think four Sanders. Yeah, and now we have. Yeah, I mean, we to actually know. start out with it was probably twenty five to thirty thousand. Yeah. But you know, every month as we're paying those bills, you're having to add more inventory. You're having to add more product, and you can't do that until you have to have money. To make money. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a great statement that people say all the time. That's actually true. Um, even before we had our building, we were doing pop-ups any place that would let us come in there and do what we're doing. We went to the Chuck Mathena Center. Um, Kayla down at the Bucha allowed us to come in there. Explain there. what a
1: pop-up is for someone who um, may not We know.
0: contacted um, a local
2: business like the Chuck Mathena Center and mm-hmm. said, hey, could we hold a workshop here? And then we would schedule it. And people would register for it, and they would come. Um, we did it at a couple local churches. We did it at a couple local schools. Um, we um We held the workshop, and they came so it was like a pop up we even did some at people's homes
0: we called every friend that we had we decided everything, in the very yep. beginning if we are going to pour everything into this we are everybody we know is going to be involved we branded our cars our t-shirts we had um, business aprons. cards with us aprons um, we made small blocks and went around to each business around the area and be like hey we're, we're coming to Mercer Street check us out here's our website I mean making knocking on doors um, in front of the churches um, we have some school teacher friends. We were like, can you, can they let us use the cafeteria? Um, we blew our own Facebook. We would buy coffee for anybody that would share, you know, Hey, (laughs) just share this and we'll buy you a cup of coffee from Starbucks. And we were handing out gift certificates and just whatever we could to get it out there because it's, that's probably, you know, outside of all the, the red tape and everything, getting yourself out there in front of people (laughs) You know it takes a certain type of person. You can't sit back and be quiet and hope people notice that you're there, right. We are not quiet, <laughs> no we are not We're very noisy, and it's it's staying current in the community
2: too, yeah, I think, um, and giving back to the community as you're growing and doing things because mm-hmm. we will will purchase a um gift card at the coffee house, and anyone that goes in there mentions that they saw it on Facebook or whatever gets a free coffee Mm -hmm. on Hammer and Sane, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's cool too, you know, being on Mercer street, it seems like all of y'all are forming like a club, you know, do you feel kind of a camaraderie of like, yeah, we all want to do this together.
2: Yeah. It's been pretty amazing, honestly, because we've been on this street now year and a half ish. And it's been amazing to watch it grow and develop Mm -hmm. because a lot of these businesses wasn't here when we started, you Mm -hmm. know, so we've watched them. The Blue Ridge Bee Company is fantastic. The sophisticated Hound, yeah. uh, Appalachian Coffee, they're all fantastic. Artistic Adventures, you know, and we all try to work together and, you know, pitch each other. Because during our workshops, in while they're waiting for their things to dry, we'll pitch those places.
0: Hey, you know, while you're waiting... Go grab yourself a coffee or check out the Blue Ridge Bee Company. They have ice cream. Or somebody comes in and is like, oh man, I got a headache. We're like, go down to the Riffraff and get you some of that voodoo (laughs) sab. So we're we're constantly where if they have, you know, sometimes there's a in the middle of some of our processes, especially on our bigger pieces, you have a good twenty minutes before we can move to the next step and we'll say, Hey, you know, the Mad Hatter down the street, they've got ten percent off all our books today or, you know, whatever. And we're constantly so it'll be nothing for you to drive down Mercer Street and see people in our aprons walking up and down the street,
2: just
0: just visiting other places to kill the time. We say it all the time. We're as successful as everybody else
2: is, Mm -hmm. you know, and you got to help each other out.
1: Right. Do you kind of feel like a momentum now? Like, and then since even when you just first started, like a momentum of like, people are really appreciating and getting it, especially here in Mercer County. Uh, But, you know, I'd say you all have people that visit from farther than Mercer County, you know, regularly. I know my wife is, we're in Wyoming County and, and she raves about this place. That's the first time I heard about that's you Also,
2: That's
0: where I'm from.
1: Oh yeah, well, <laughs> that's where we live.
0: Absolutely. We have people just um just Friday night, a woman called um, and we happened to have two seats that someone had to cancel because their family member got sick. And they are like, my daughter is coming in from Connecticut and she keeps seeing your your Facebook page. Can we come in? And we were like, Yes, you actually can. We have two spots open. You can come in, and they came in, had a really good time, and then in turn, you know, we gave her our main app, uh, website, the Hammer and Stain um, headquarters corporate website, so that she could find a Hammer and Stain close to her. Right. And If there wasn't one, girl, open you want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. You girl, got the market for it.
0: Market for it.
1: Yeah. So that brings up a good point about marketing. How important has social media been for your your business? Would you say that was that's the main marketing tool? you uh, used? Yeah,
2: I'm gonna say that's huge because she lives
0: she business in the front over here. <laughs> no, they they call us a mullet, which is kind of entertaining. Um, I'm business in the front; she's party in the back. You can tell, yeah. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. Um, social media is. In the very beginning, we discussed how we wanted to spend, you know, when you're in a partnership, not only a friendship, but when you're a business partner, you decide a lot of things together. And we knew from the very beginning that we wanted to spend the majority of our money on Facebook for advertising and the community. So we look at each month differently um, what comes in. We, we don't get us wrong. We love the radio stations. We love the TV. We love print, but. We get the more bang for our buck. I would rather see our name on the back of a basketball jersey than I would in the newspaper mm-hmm. because I know that that jersey is going home to a kid, and that kid is getting to play basketball because we sponsored something um, so we spend the majority of our money on Facebook and the majority of you know what's left over in the community. <laughs>
1: Very good. So take me through a workshop, you know, like what's, uh, which I know you have different ones, but what would be a normal workshop if I was just to come in green, you know, never have picked up a belt sander or, or anything? <laughs> like, or any, or I don't even know if you use a belt sander. Like, just take me through we the We use battery
2: powered sanders. Um, You would, if you're coming to a workshop that you registered for online, you're going to walk in, you're going to have your project ready for you. It's going to be sitting there and waiting. You're going to sand it, stain it, paint it, stencil it, the whole nine from start to finish.
1: Mm -hmm. Can you pick what you want to put on it? Yes. Like, you know, We have your- several
2: designs to choose from when you sign up for a workshop, mm-hmm. depending upon what the workshop is. Uh for example, the Golden Girls Workshop, there were several different quotes and things from those characters. Um, we also had a friends workshop um from that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have like a round workshop where you come in and make different rounds. Um, it could say gather y'all with a, a vine around it, or you may want one that says um um eat, sleep, repeat. You know, or if we don't have one that you want to make, you can design your own. Mm-hmm. You could call you could message us and say, Hey, I want it to say, um, Mama's kitchen, it's closed, or you
0: know, whatever like you cheese. want to put on it. Yeah, I yeah, like cheese. Whatever. Or, right. You know. I only want to sleep. So, or <laughs> and that's the reason why we do pre-registrations for our workshop is because it does take us time to prepare what you need. Um, so you come in with the stencil already created if that's the type of workshop that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a Valentine's workshop coming up where you can put on a large frame, your wedding vows, or lyrics to your wedding song, or if you and your partner have a certain thing, you know, I like your beard, I like your butt, that, you know, (laughs) that you say specific to your relationship, and you let us know in advance, and that way you have something not only that looks really great in your home, that you customize the stain and the colors to match your, you know, your current motif, and then um, it's special to you. And not only that, you know, if you go out on Valentine's Day and you two people and you go to Outback and you don't even have beverages, but all you do is go eat. Not that we don't like Outback. We like Outback. We do. We do. We yeah. like Outback a lot. <laughs> um, but you're going to spend $50. You're going to spend 50 to $70 to eat. And that's all you're going to do. And you're going to eat and you're going to go home and you're going to feel gluttonous and miserable. You're going to spend that money to come into our workshop and have an experience together. And then you're going to take something home with it that you're going to be proud of that you made together. And you can bring dinner with you. you yeah, absolutely. You can bring absolutely. your pizza and some beer or whatever. Yeah, and- we're a BYOB studio. So you can bring your own food. You can bring your own beverages. If you like beer, if you like Dr. Pepper, whatever, you can bring it in with you.
1: Right. How long does the usual process take?
0: takes about two hours
1: about two
2: hours I'll tell you one of my favorite one of my favorite projects that that this these three ladies did um, was a son their father had passed away and he made fudge and he had this old wooden spoon beat up wooden spoon that he stirred the fudge with and they made this um, this project that said homemade with love in other words I licked the spoon and kept mm. using it Mm-hmm. Um, and they painted that spoon and put the details on it like it was old and beat up. Right. It looked just like the spoon. It looked just like the spoon. And it was a Christmas present to uh, three of their family members in remembrance of him. Right, and That was pretty incredible. And when I took her youngest to the orthodontist, the doctor said, hey, I want to thank you guys for allowing my family to do that. That was his grandfather. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's so, nice. So, you know, that's the kind of thing that, you know, you can go to Hobby Lobby and buy signs all day long. And we like Hobby Lobby, too. We go to the Hobby Lobby, We do. <laughs> um, but if you want to make something personalized and you want to make it the way you want it, that's what we're there for. It's exciting to see someone come in and they're nervous, but yet they're excited. They're not sure if they can do it. And then when they leave, they're just so proud of themselves and they can't wait to come back. Right, you know, those are the the things that get me, that I enjoy.
1: I'm imagining hammer and stain helped with the pricing of things, or did you kind of, you know, does the pricing vary on where you get your products from? How do you come up with how much each spot costs?
0: We have a formula. We have um, a broke down formula. I know this is going to sound really a uh, nerdy, but we take the number of seeds we sell each month, um, factor in the cost of the supplies, um, insurance, rent, um, Lisa and I's wages. Um, we have an employee. Um, so we take all those numbers into a Microsoft Excel sheet and I put in how much the product costs and I have a formula that it pops out and tells me what the product should be.
1: (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah.
0: I'm
2: a
1: geek. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love breaking it down like
2: that. I love a spreadsheet. Right. Come on oh, now. yeah, we are spreadsheet. We're
1: people. spreadsheet people. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can, and you got to be, especially, you know, starting a business, which, uh, you know, Mercer County is not as rural as some places, but in a rural area, you got to be really specific of like, well, this costs this, you know, we're paying out this. We
0: do. And, you know, and the biggest thing for us is because we are so rural, we do not have a lot of options when we purchase our materials. So, um, some places they can be more competitive because they can go with a Lowe's or a local lumberyard or a Home Depot. Um, you know, they can be more competitive at Hobby Lobby or Michael's or um, Joanne's or other fabric or, um, you know. DIY shops. We don't have that option, and a lot of times, you know, we spend a lot of time pounding the pavement, running from. We try to keep as much as our of our business local as we can. We are very, very adamant about that. But sometimes you just have to order stuff off of Amazon, and that you know that does mark your price point higher. Um, we also use a lot of the other hammer and stains to try to gauge our pricing. But, you know, the cost of living in each area is extremely different. And, you know, we can't offer the same price. So there's a lot of projects sometimes we just don't offer because of how much it costs for us to, to build it and to, to put it out there.
1: Mm-hmm. So you all keep like, you know, with the other hammer and, hammer and stains, you have like a group chat or do you mm-hmm. meet like once every quarter? or?
0: We have a Facebook page, a Facebook group that all of us are on, and we are all very active all day long. Our phones are going off. Somebody's asking for help. Um, we also have met each other in person Um, we have a uh, retreat or conference um, just about every year anytime there's new hammer and stains open they do a training that we're all welcome to go to so we get to keep in touch with each other you make those relationships and now it's not just on a Facebook page but you're getting phone calls or you're getting you know um, we've had other hammer and stains do like we did we went to North Carolina to visit other hammer and stains and we've had you know the lady from Bridgeport and the girls from Roanoke you know they come into our shop and They're like, okay, we want to do this. Tell us, you know, what we need to do, and we try to give them the best information that we can. Mm-hmm. We also don't lie to them. It's mm-hmm. like, girls, this ain't easy. <laughs> it's hard. That's <laughs> a lot of work. You yeah. know, we're about to move this desk out and a futon in here. So, <laughs> right.
1: So, talk about that. Like, what is hard about it? Like, you know, obviously, any business, you're going to get frustrated. Is there a certain aspect of it that frust- I think
2: it's time consuming? I think it's the prep work. The prep work is a lot. When it's
0: your baby and you're as passionate about it as we are, Mm -hmm. we eat, sleep, and drink it. We breathe it. It's, you know, we tried to take a few days off at Christmas. Man, it just didn't. Not that we couldn't put it. Not that it wouldn't allow us to put us down. We couldn't put it down. We couldn't, you know, we're constantly, our brains are constantly, you know. It's wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, gosh. Two o'clock. Did I do that? uh, mm
2: -hmm. You know. Right. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah. So uh so time consuming you would say. Like how many hours a week do you put into all into of them. the business? All the hours. <laughs> all, of <them. laughs> all of them.
0: All of them. it's it's actually to the point now where, you know, I'm doing it. Um all three of my daughters come in and they have roles that they play. Um so if I want to see my kids, I'm like, mm, you need a job <laughs> <I'm gonna come laughs> after school and sleep or something so that Go I can take to the guys out. Yeah. Um and we do take time off and and we're getting now the first couple of years with any business, I'm sure is the hardest where you're making those connections and you're getting your name out there and you're putting your blood, sweat and tears into it. We are starting this year into this year. We are between myself, Lisa, and my daughter, who's now managing the store. We We've set down a schedule because before, if you come into the shop, you're gonna see me, Lisa, and Zoe all the time. You're gonna see us there all the time. Now that we're all trained to the point of where we need to be, then we're going to start stepping away. Like you're just going to see Lisa or you're just going to see me or you're just going to see Zoe that way. Instead of being seven days a week all the time. Now that doesn't mean that I'm at home watching TV. That means, you know, I'm out running to Hobby Lobby or running to Harbor Freight or, you know, picking up the lumber. It it just means that we're trying to take the time to delegate better to each other and not stand over top of everything all the time.
1: Perfect. I'm guessing you all. We can wrap it up here. Um, You're fine. Sorry. (laughs) i
0: sorry. (laughs) It's about go time. And and open paint is a little bit different than our workshops. So we try to do open paint every first Friday as a collaborative on Mercer Street, Um, the grassroots district. Everybody does tries to do something to be open on first Friday. That way. People in in bigger areas, when you go to Roanoke or you go to Christiansburg or if you go to Charleston, they always have something like a First Fridays where everybody knows you want to go downtown. We don't know what's happening, but something's happening downtown. Right. Um, Every First Friday, we do open paint from... Four to seven. So, what an open paint is is instead of telling us what you want, you come in and you pick from things that we already have ready. So it's you know it's not necessarily personalized, but it's still a whole bunch of stuff that we're running for the month, and you can come in and and pick it and do it then versus having to schedule a time.
2: And I think mm-hmm. open paint is a great um, way to um, allow your kids to come. You want to do something with your kids because some of the workshops are a little more involved. Um, and it's mostly adults, you know, when we had the scheduled workshops. So for open paint, you can bring your kid in and let them do an $8 design or, you know, right. It's more, you can bring out your whole family in.
1: That's awesome. So what would you all, uh, last question, what would you all say to someone, uh, in Appalachia that has a really cool idea or maybe, you know, it's been like you all been following a certain franchise or, or whatever, but they're just, you know, I'll say misinformed on the opportunities here. Uh, What would you tell them uh, on the qualities they need to be able to, you know, not only build something here, but sustain it.
0: (laughs) That's a big question. That is a big question. I'll roll them (laughs) up when I'm trying to find the words. Um, Be persistent, know Mm -hmm. what you want, have a game plan. Um, We are very fortunate to have basically the game plan wrote out for us. Um, Be very vigilant on what you want. Stay on top of it. Um, Don't be wishy washy. Make very specific decisions. Make people understand your decisions. Explain what you want. Um, Get involved in the community. Get buy in from others. Um, But understand that you're going to have to work hard. You know,
2: understand that you've got to put forth the effort. You can't have to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be
0: all in. If you're going to start a company for yourself or whatever, you have to be all in. Be passionate about what mm-hmm. you want to do because a lot of times the money is not gonna not gonna get you through all of it and and people are not always gonna understand what you're doing not not everybody is gonna like what you're doing you have to be passionate about what you're doing because that's what's gonna get you through those hard times is that you believe in yourself and what you mm-hmm. want to do.
1: Lisa and Holly, you are fantastic people and I admire your drive for bringing creativity and DIY to Southern West Virginia. To find out more about Hammer and Stain in Princeton, you can find them on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Also online at hammerandstainprinceton.com. Appalachian Startup is a bi-weekly podcast, except during Mercer Grassroots March, so be sure to check back for more stories of entrepreneurship. Like us on Facebook and Instagram and support the show by grabbing a sticker from our online store at appalachianstartup.com. Review our podcast on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud as well. We are on Patreon. You can support the show there and allow us to showcase more businesses in Appalachia. Stay tuned for more stories of underdogs on the rise.